Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. Welcome to Pretty Dece, the short show about movies, comics, games, and all the pop culture in between. Today on the show, let's talk about the landscape of gaming, because I think that it is rapidly changing. And there's nothing that is more representative of that fact than news that broke today, which is that Microsoft and Sony are teaming up to develop new technologies for cloud-based gaming. So Microsoft and Sony put out uh, basically a memorandum of understanding. Microsoft put out a, a press conference explaining this. These two companies are working together to, quote, explore joint development of future cloud solutions in Microsoft Azure to support their respective game and content streaming services. That will include using Azure data center solutions for Sony's existing game streaming services. These efforts will also include building better development platforms for the content creator community, so said the statement. So Microsoft and Sony are getting together, teaming up on, basically it sounds like the infrastructure for cloud-based gaming. So it d- doesn't necessarily mean that that your all of your Xbox games and all of your PlayStation games are going to work on both consoles, and it doesn't mean that I can pay one fee and be able to play on both consoles. It basically, from what I'm reading between the lines, it, it's just going to mean that that behind the scenes, uh, both the Microsoft xCloud streaming platform and then the uh, Sony PlayStation Now streaming platform are going to be using Microsoft Azure and going to be kind of working towards the same sort of um, of endpoint as far as, as, as back-end software goes. So they're going to be basically be sharing their work when it comes to figuring out the best way to stream video games to their respective platforms. So instead of siloing themselves off and, and coming up with all of these things independently that they're working on, they'll instead be able to somewhat divide and conquer. And and I think the idea probably here being that a rising tide raises all ships. And and if they can, they can work smarter, not harder, on making uh, really good streaming solutions, then, then both companies will succeed in this front. And I think that the reason that, that both companies have been able to be talked into this, um, there are, are a couple things. So first of all, Microsoft is is changing. Microsoft has, as a whole, has has had um, uh, some some big, huge, sort of philosophical changes happening within the last couple years. So of course they have a new a new head of Microsoft, and he's he's making some big moves at the company. Uh, he he's really focused Microsoft on being a much more open company. So not necessarily caring about making their own hardware. And, and only supporting that hardware, but but getting their software out on multiple platforms, turning their their offerings into services rather than selling hardware. And you, you've seen that in the Xbox brand where they are pushing towards Xbox being a platform uh, and a service rather than just being consoles that you put under your television. Um, Microsoft has even gone so far as getting really heavily into the open source software arena and moving all of their all of their code to GitHub and, and open sourcing a lot of things. And obviously now Microsoft 
owns GitHub. So, so they've really kind of been making these strides in, in becoming more open and, uh, and, and making relationships that you wouldn't have expected them to make before. Sony up to this point has, has been a bit more uh, reserved on that front. And I think that the uh, cross-play for Fortnite is, is a perfect little microcosm example of this where all the other platforms, Microsoft, Nintendo, were on board with, with cross-play long before Sony was. And it took a lot of pressure and a lot of prodding to get Sony on board with accepting that cross-play uh, to be turned on for their platform. And there was a lot of backwards thinking there. I think Sony was was worried about, oh, well, we're going to lose sales on our platform. If you're able to play it on any platform, someone will go to a different platform and play it there. And that's that's not the case really in, in, in practice, but I think maybe they're, they're learning that lesson slowly, but the, I think the big reason these two companies are partnering up is because they see the kind of the 800 pound uh, elephant in the room. They see the boogeyman coming their direction and that boogeyman is named Google. So Google is sort of throwing its, its, its massive heft into the game streaming market and into gaming in a way that they never have with Google Stadia. Um, they, they ran some tests and that is their, that is their, their cloud streaming game platform. So they, they ran some betas. It performed really, really well in those betas. Now they've announced it as like an actual platform that is launching and that'll do away with the need for consoles altogether. And it's Google. They have the means to make that a very successful platform. And I could see that being something that people instantly buy into. I don't have to go buy a PlayStation. I don't have to go buy an Xbox. I've already got a tablet. I've already got a computer. I've already got a TV. I can play these really, really high-end games on my existing devices, and I don't, I don't have to worry about anything. I've already got a Google account, and I just buy the game, and boom, it's there. I think that that makes Sony and makes Microsoft very scared, because they know, obviously, that Google has the technology already in place to make this streaming uh, set up a, a reality and make it very successful. They know they have the bandwidth for all of that, and I think that Sony and Microsoft both realize that the only way they're going to compete with Google on the, the technology side is by working together. They they might not have those resources separately, but if they do work together, they can put it together and maybe do something that that competes. So so I really this is cool. Gaming is is becoming more open. Companies that you never would have expected are working together are going to be working together. But I really think that it is uh, instigated over fear of Google and over fear of this Google Stadia platform that is that is on the horizon. And I think as we go forward, of course, PlayStation already has their streaming service. Xbox is working on xCloud. Game streaming is going to become the huge topic, both for you know the next uh, six months or so of this generation and into the next generation of consoles. I think that the next PlayStation and the next Xbox will, one of the linchpins of those two devices will be a focus on effective game streaming. Now, whether that means that the device in some way is tailored to that specifically or both companies put out a very low-end device that is just designed to stream games and not actually play the games locally, I don't know what that means. But I think that game streaming will continue to be a linchpin of their business and, and will, will become an even huger 
portion of their business uh, kind of on, on both fronts as they go forward. So I think this is cool. I think this is probably very, very smart for both companies and uh, is really great for Microsoft because if it is using Azure, which is their kind of back-end data center service, cloud, cloud computing service, that's a big win for Microsoft as a company to kind of talk Sony into using those. And uh, good for Microsoft, again, to stand up against Google and Amazon Web Services and, and the other players kind of in that space. So I think some really, really smart plays there. So it'll be interesting to see kind of where this goes in the future. So that's going to do it for Pretty Dece for today. Thank you very much for joining me to talk about kind of this unprecedented partnership between, uh, between Microsoft and Sony. Uh, certainly, certainly wild. If you want to check out the past episodes of Pretty Dece, you can do that. Just head over to prettydeceshow.com. Also, check out the YouTube channel. Put up fun videos there, stuff that doesn't happen on the podcast feed here. You can find that at youtube.com slash prettydece. And, of course, find me on social media. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pretty Dece Show.